What's up, Nova Nation? Welcome to another edition of the Attitude Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and I am flying solo tonight to give a recap of the team after being able to watch the blue and white scrimmage in person. A little Dan After Dark segment, if you will. Wow, that sounded much better in my head, and we will workshop that. Anyways, let's go. This shit is crazy, right? 2016 got me feeling like it's 85. If your Jenkins don't trust you, I'ma grab the piece. You know the model, shoot him up and sleep in the street. He Summer 16, please free my brother Mo. Oh, I get it, y'all wanna hop on a bandwagon. I wrap my ass off, that's why my pants sagging. That's a gay line, Mikel gon' cut baseline. Archie gon' throw him the alley, you all the way up. We got too much drive, too much Josh Hart. Analysts at ESPN are not smart. They said we wouldn't make it past the second round. Houston, we have a problem, I think we let them down. Before I get to the blue and white scrimmage, I just wanted to reflect on the current state of the team. This season is set to be one of the most exciting and enigmatic we've had for several years. With the sudden retirement of our fearless leader, Jay Wright, the departure of fifth-year seniors and foundational pieces in Colin Gillespie, Jermaine Samuels, and Demir Cosby-Roundtree, the Achilles injury to captain and presumed floor general Justin Moore, an influx of a lot of young, mostly unproven talent, and a brand new head coach that has only coached 30 games at Fordham. It is a season that is equal parts slight anxiety and cautious optimism. Will Kyle Neptune and company maintain the historic expectations of a world-renowned program? Is national title number four achievable? Will we see the first Villanova one-and-done player enter the NBA draft since 1996 in Cam Whitmore? Can a small, private college compete with large public institutions in this new NIL world? With that being said, let's talk about the blue and white scrimmage. Unfortunately, the team is a little banged up from practice, so the roster was super thin for the scrimmage. Justin is still recovering from his Achilles injury, but we also were missing Caleb, Cam, and Trey. It was reported at Hoops Mania that Caleb broke his nose in some contact in practice, and we found out tonight that Cam is dealing with some hand issue. Not sure how severe, but he's sitting out as a precaution and Trey also missed hoops and the scrimmage but we don't know why so hopefully nothing serious and a speedy recovery for the three of them but because of that we only saw three eight minute scrimmages of five on five with no subs getting help from the newest bench mob player Colin O'Toole and former bench mob player and grad assistant Kevin Voigt so one of the biggest questions for this team is who will be the lead ball handler with Justin missing at least a third of the season. And I think if tonight is any indication, we are going to see a point guard by committee to start the year. Kind of like if you remember when Colin Gillespie got hurt his senior year and we had that Chris Arch, Jeremiah Robinson Earl hybrid in the NCAA tournament. I could see something like that being the approach. But with that all being said, it definitely wouldn't surprise me if Richard freshman Angela Brizzy is PG1 at some point this year. 
doing a quick run through of each player that played and some highlights, starting with the freshmen, Mark Armstrong and Brandon Housen. I thought in their first real game action, because hoops doesn't really count, I thought both of them looked pretty good. Mark showed a lot of poise running the point for his team, and he flashed the potential to be a very good on-ball defender. He is definitely on the smaller side, but he is so fast and so athletic, and he just plays hard, man. He was picking up people full court, pressuring, and I think he's going to be a hell of a defender. He just plays so much larger than he is. And his teammate, Brandon Housen, also impressed me for many different reasons. So whereas Mark is going to be a point guard or even a combo guard, Brendan is more of a traditional wing type. And he's not going to be handling the ball too much, but he is always moving. His off-ball movement was really impressive for such a, for a new freshman, to be honest. He's just perpetually cutting and getting open and getting these open looks from three. And to be honest, I think he might be the best shooter on the team. So if he can keep that up, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets some real minutes this year. So it honestly looks like all three freshmen will be playing this year, which is super exciting and super weird for the Villanova team, considering, I mean, the last few years at the very least. Moving up to the sophomores, the man of mystery himself, Angelo Brizzi. I thought he was one of the standouts tonight. Um, we don't know much about him. We've just heard that he is a, fly, a good point guard in the Villanova point guard mold, and he definitely met that hype tonight. He showed a ton of creativity running the point and attacking the basket. He's not super big, but he's very slippery around the rim and good at probing and finding open shooters, and he is a smooth lefty. It is nice to see. I don't know the last time we had a lefty shooter, so that was cool. Watching tonight, continuing in the tradition of the great Villanova guards, he showed us the ability to back down smaller defenders in the paint and post them up. If he is truly able to incorporate that into his already deep offensive bag, we are looking at a true three-level scorer, people. I am envisioning him to be the perfect sixth man, like a microwave scorer off the bench to just kind of like what Caleb did last year. But who knows? His ceiling might even be higher than that, and it wouldn't shock me if he's the starting two guard at some point this year. And finally, the final sophomore that played tonight was Nana Njoku, who looked super comfortable in the paint, which was a welcome sight to see. As we all know, Nana had a rough freshman year dealing with a concussion in training camp and some dehydration issues that kept him out of practice and kind of ate into his development time. But he's coming off a really strong summer and looks to be our backup center. We all know how difficult it is for big men to acclimate to the Villanova system. So just to see him come through out there was a huge one in my opinion. He reminded me a lot of a young Daniel Chefu, like not senior Dio, but a younger one that rebounded block shots and set hard screens. You know, he's going to impact winning in his own way and be a star in his role. The next player, I think, is probably our most important offensive player this year in Eric Dixon. Um, Eric had a breakout year last year, was the most improved player, and showed us solid post skills and 
the ability to kick out to the three-point line and hit shots. And tonight was more or less the same. He looks super solid out there, and I think he's going to be our offensive fulcrum until at least Justin returns. I think the most exciting thing about Eric's game tonight was how he excelled at passing out of double teams, just finding open teammates for wide-open threes. And this team is full of shooters, so... If this is something that we can maintain, it is going to be huge for our offense and impossible to cover. Um, the only other senior on the team, uh, Chris Arch, he was super steady as always. Um, we know what we're going to get with Chris Arch, just a steady ball handler. He's not going to make a ton of mistakes. He's not going to wow you, but he is going to show up and do his job. And you know what? Steadiness is it's good in basketball. It's, it's something we all need. And then finally, the last player, fifth-year grad student Brandon Slater, really going to be taking a larger offensive role this year with Justin being injured and a lot of uncertainty in the starting lineup. Um, Brandon had last year was his best year by far, and I think he's just going to improve on that. He looked super comfortable taking threes and cutting to the rim, and he's also, I think, our most versatile defender being able to guard one through five pretty easily so i'm super excited for slate he had a steady game and just nothing but high hopes for him but overall i was super excited to see the cats play again um it's only a scrimmage and they weren't going 100 percent. so take everything i said with a grain of salt but one takeaway i do want to say is that they did play faster than previous Villanova teams. In the Jay Wright era, we tend to play at a, a glacial pace, I would say, um, often ranking in the 300s in adjusted tempo, which means that when you measure how many possessions a game, we were always in the bottom 10% in Division One basketball. Um, Jay liked to slow the game to the crawl, often strategizing these rock fights where it was just hard defense and tough three-point shots. And granted, we weren't running and gun like the UNLV Rebels of old, but it was definitely interesting to see them play with a bit more pace. And given that we have more explosive athletes this year, there's going to be more transition opportunities. So it's definitely going to be a storyline to monitor. But yeah, so... Overall, I just really enjoyed the game. It was fun. It was so great to see the cats out there again. And super excited for the season to start in a month. So thank you for your time. Thank you for listening, as always. And go cats, baby.